and welcome to Montgomery Talks, MyMC Media's regular podcast on local issues. Today we have with us Melissa Chotner, who works for Montgomery Parks. A few stats about Montgomery County that I think is kind of interesting. There's 36,000 acres of parks and 418 separate park and open space areas. It's uh, 422 now. We're constantly adding new parks to the system, so that's exciting. We're at 422 parks. Okay, I'm, my numbers are out of date. So I guess it's more than 36,000. It's close to 37,000 acres of parkland in the county. It's right. about 10% of the county's real estate is parkland. Wow. Now, if you take 36,000 and turn that into quarter acre lots and put families of four in each of those quarter acre lots, you've got uh, 600,000 people nearabout added to the county. So that's, that's a, a size of the scope of how important parks are to the county. Absolutely. One of the most important aspects of Montgomery County, in my opinion, I'm biased, obviously, but um, I joined the Parks Department seven years ago because we have such a fantastic park system. And I think it's just so important that we protect and preserve the parkland that we have and continue to add to it. Okay. So first off, Tell us about some of the cool things that the parks has planned for us this summer. Great. Yeah, this is a great time to be talking about parks because we're just starting the summer and there's so much to do in the park system. I want to start by just encouraging people to go to our website and go visit a park they've never been to. Because as I said, we have 422 parks. A lot of people know their neighborhood park where they can walk down the street and take their kids to the playground. They might know one of our bigger regional parks like Wheaton Regional Park. But there's so many parks that are these kind of hidden gems where you can just go on, put in a zip code and go try a new park and learn something new in the county. So I really encourage people to do that. We have 290 playgrounds. So I mean, imagine just put your kids in the car or get on your bikes and go check out a new park in the county. As far as things coming up this summer, we have a number of different events taking place in the parks. Um, and the best way to find out what they are is to go to the website again. We have a mud fest coming up um, in June at Woodstock Equestrian Park. That's June 22nd. That is just a day of playing in the mud. I mean, they have mud slides. They have a mud kitchen. They have uh, water pumped in. So it's a big Mudfest, it's exactly what it's called. And um, and that this is our second year doing that, and that's very popular. And where is that? That's at Woodstock Equestrian Park. It's up in Darnstown. So it's a good environment for having lots of mud because it's open space. We also have Pop-Up Parks Initiative, which is where we go out and we have special events in parks basically every week. So we are doing free Zumba in the parks now. We're doing free movies in the parks. We bring out a bicycle pump track to parks. And these are weekly events. The best way, again, to find them is on the website. And they're free. And this is something we just launched this year, pretty much. We started it last year, and then we revamped it. And now we're doing it starting this spring and summer. Okay. A bicycle pump track? Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of like a circular feature that has rolling hills and kids just love this. I think I've kind of outaged or aged out of that that trend. But for younger kids, and I guess older people can do it too. It's just a round track and you go around and you go up and down hills and it's fun. And where's this? Well, they locate it, they bring it to different parks. So you'd have to go look on the website to see where it's going to be um, on which dates. And what's the website? It's montgomeryparks.org. Montgomeryparks.org. Yeah, it's a mobile pump track. Yeah, and then there's just your general amenities and activities that people can do anytime during the summer. You know, we have boating and fishing in the parks. 
A lot of people might not realize that at Rock Creek Regional Park, there's Lake Needwood. And at Black Hill Regional Park, there's Little Seneca Lake, and they have boats. You can do paddle boats, rowboats, canoes, kayaks. Um, you can do fishing. You can go on a boat and go fishing off the boat. So that's in our parks. We also have a campground. A lot of people are not aware that there's Little Bennett Campground, which has 91 wooded sites that you can pitch a tent and camp. There's activities there. There's your camp store. They do movies at the campsite. They do, you know, relay races. They have pedal carts. And then there's what I called civilized camping, where you can actually get a cabin. That's new this year. And the cabin has a bathroom and a little microwave. And I don't know if that counts as camping. I think they call it like glamping or something. But I'm all on for that. And that's at Little Bennett as well? Little Bennett Campground. That's actually our biggest park is Little Bennett Regional Park. It's 37,000 acres up in Boyd, so up county for people who are not familiar with that. It's a beautiful, beautiful park. I've actually stayed there, and I I know that there's electricity outlets at almost at at several of the places. Water is there, a place to pitch your tent that keeps you up off the ground and on mulch or whatever so that if it rains it drains pretty quickly so it's a it's a nice little play, uh, yeah, campground. yeah it, it is a very nice campground they also have this program called camper ready camping have you heard of that yeah so basically you pay a little bit more money i think it's like 25 30 and they set your they give you a tent they set it up for you they give you lanterns they give you camp chairs so it's like if you've never done this before and you're not sure you're a camper at heart you just go and you try it out with your kids and everything's set up for you so that's wow. kind of a neat program So what else? Um, So other activities in the parks, there's ice centers, there's tennis centers, there's um, dog parks. We have six dog parks that people can bring their pups out to. We have, oh, actually this year is marks the 50th anniversary of Brookside Gardens. I'm sure you've been out to Brookside Gardens. Mm -hmm. So they're having a little uh, celebration on July 12th that's open to the public. That's Friday at 9 a.m., Um, They'll have some remarks, and then they'll encourage people to explore the gardens. Brookside Gardens is a 50-acre public garden. It's exquisite. It's one of the true gems in Montgomery County. Um, They also have the Wings of Fancy Butterfly and uh, Caterpillar show. Have you been to that? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty fun. There's like hundreds of different butterflies that kind of land on you, and you can watch them eat and fly around and take pictures. There is... I want to think what else? The Splash Park and Mini Golf at South Germantown Recreational Park. Um, so that has the Splash Park has your typical waterfalls and slides and uh, buckets that pour water over your head. So that's great for little kids. And then we have an 18-hole mini golf course there that people can check out. There's also a driving range at South Germantown Recreational Park. We have exercise stations in some of our parks, so you can get out and, you know, with no charge, go do exercise in the park. We have 250 miles of trails. So there's uh, natural surface and paved trails. So, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the Capitol Crescent Trail. They ride their bikes or run, but there's trails all over the county. You can find them on the website easily. The Matthew Henson Trail, there's the Rock Creek Hiker Biker Trail. There's, I mean, trails throughout the county in our parks that are just beautiful to explore. What kind of costs are involved in in enjoying these parks? I mean, a lot of the things are free, to be totally honest. Like, you know, going to use any of the playgrounds or the dog parks or just taking a hike. For some of the amenities, they're very affordable. You know, the ice skating or the tennis, they really, 
in my mind are very affordable. I don't know the price off the top of my head, but you know, I want to say for maybe 10 bucks, you can go ice skating for a few hours and rent skates. The boating also is very affordable. It's an hourly rate, or Mm -hmm. you can take it out for, I think, you know, a few hours or maybe half the day if you want. I have to look, but all the costs are on the website. But I, I do think that they're very affordable amenities. Well, what about if you go fishing? Would you need a fishing license? You do need a fishing license. Is that something that the parks provides? Or no, you... the state. You have to yeah, go through the, the state, state to get okay. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what kind of fish you'd be fishing for? Um, I do know it's largemouth bass and catfish. And then the other one, I actually took a note because I wasn't sure when I came here, but it's bluegill. Mm-hmm. So largemouth bass, catfish, and bluegill. And is that catch and release, or do you get to take it home for dinner? You can take it home for dinner if you mm-hmm. want. Do you have an idea how many people use the parks across the, uh, in the course of a year? We don't know exactly how many people use them because we don't have any means of counting people as they come in and out of the parks. Mm-hmm. We do know for the Capitol Crescent Trail, there's thousands of people that use that trail every day. So we have a counter on the trail, so we are able to do that. And we're looking at ways to do that in some of our parks because we are curious. But, I mean, I think just anecdotally, if you go out into the parks on a weekend, you can see they're they're well used and loved by people in the county. And I think people even outside the county come and check them out. Capitol Crescent Trail's got that, it's like a gizmo where it's, it looks like a totem pole or something. And you just walk by it and it counts and it, you. Yes, mm-hmm, exactly. An eco totem counter, I think it's right, called. Yeah. Right. So what's your favorite park or, or thing to do in the oh, parks? Do you oh, I just a, like to sit and listen to the birds and, and enjoy the nice weather personally. Mm-hmm. So um, can you talk to us a little bit about uh, you, you guys have an e-bike and e-scooter program for certain parks, correct? Yes, that's certain right. Trails. trails. On five of the um, trails in the county, in the county park system, we are piloting a program to allow e-scooters and e-bikes Uh, at a minimum speed of 15 miles per hour. We're doing this for six months to see how it goes. You know, they're very, very popular now. There's a lot of other um, cities and municipalities, and we're doing it in collaboration with the county. So they're allowing them and piloting them on some bike paths um, and roads in the county, and we're doing it on trails and parks. So we just launched June 1st. Um, It's, again, six months. We're asking people to give us their comments about it, if they like it, if they don't like it, what they think can be done differently, or, you know, is it going, is it just going great? We have an open town hall site on our website. You just go to the homepage, there's a banner, you click on it, and you can go in and leave your comments. And then we're going to reevaluate at the end of six months what the next steps will be. Is there any cost behind uh, the scooters or the bikes? Well, we don't actually rent out the scooters. It's either your own personal scooter or bike or one that you rent from one of the vendors. And are the vendors there on site at, at like, say, a trailhead or are they, you have to no. find it and take it there? They have the app where you go pick them up and locate them. They're dockless, okay. e-scooters and e-bikes. Sounds um, like something kind of cool. Yeah, I haven't tried them yet, but they do sound cool and I'm very interested to try them. I noticed that the park system is asking people for ideas on how to improve the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, what kinds of ideas do you get? Everything from fixing a water fountain to adding, you know, new ball fields to, um, gosh, I mean, they really run the gamut of, you name it, from, you know, adding more parkland, acquiring new parks. But we're, we're always looking for community input. It's so important for the community to be engaged in, um, in the park system and in, you know, what we're doing for the future of the parks. 
We just recently wrapped up our long vision plan, which is our pros, parks, recreation, and open space plan. And that takes us through 2030. And it helps us to understand what are the needs and to figure out how do we meet those needs over the course of the next you know, 10, 15 years. And we do a tremendous amount of research and data collection, surveying to find out from people in the county, what are the things that they want to see in the parks? Uh, what do they want more of? And so, you know, some of the things that came out of this recent update to that report is cricket fields. There's very um, high demand for more cricket fields in the county. It's really um, a growing sport. We're opening a new one up this fall at South Germantown, and we're looking to even add more on top of that. Another thing that came out is dog parks, huge demand for dog parks. There's already six dog parks in the county and we're looking to add more. We just finished a study to figure out which parks are most viable for adding dog parks in different each section of the county. So, you know, in Bethesda or in Silver Spring or up county in Boyd's or Clarksburg. So, yes, yeah, so we just finished that study. And then the next step will be to identify which parks and then ask for money in the capital improvements program to build those dog parks. Pickleball, another big trend we're seeing. This is kind of like the new tennis. So it's a modified version of tennis. You play it on a tennis court that's lined differently. You have different types of rackets. So you have, um, I think they're all wooden, the rackets. Have you seen these? Yes. Um, I think there's kind of a different style ball. It's kind of like a wiffle ball. I've heard it's like a Ping pong on steroids. I've heard it referred to that way. So um, there's a, a growing interest and demand or a request for pickleball courts in the county. That's another need we're trying to meet. I recently tried, what is it called? Disc golf. Have you heard of this? Right. So that's also something that we're looking at adding into the parks. This is a very interesting activity, which I uh, was not very good at when I tried it, but I'm, I'm interested in going back to try it again. So you get these discs, these solid discs, and then there's a course with different buckets that are throughout, like kind of like a golf course, but there's these these big metal buckets that you have to throw the disc and get it into the bucket. And uh, you get a certain amount of points based on how many turns it takes you to get the disc right. to the, the bucket. So um, it's kind of it was kind of fun to try it out. Okay. One of the things that the parks have done in the last year or so, I guess it actually was like about a year ago, is they flipped the switch on the solar arrays in Germantown and in, correct me, Rock Creek. Rock Creek, mm -hmm. right. I pulled the data today, and it's amazing. Um, it saved, so far in that year, it saved 2,468 barrels of oil. It saved 2,800 trees and 5 million, 5.8 million pounds of carbon have been offset just from those two solar arrays. Solar fields, yes, that's correct. It's um, It's been a very successful initiative. We launched it, um, like you said, last year at these two different sites. It's, I think, 10 acres total, five acres for each site. And it's just, you know, it's, it's very progressive. You know, the Parks Department's really excited about doing this, that we have this initiative in place, looking at other ways that we can continue to expand our sustainability initiatives in the parks. It's, you know, really important that we're taking time to green everything that we're doing these days. And, and we do that in a number of ways in the Parks Department. We have, you know, the hybrid vehicles in our fleet and we have lots of recycling programs and just actually the Parks Department, all the trees that we have in parks, as anybody knows, is, is a great way to combat, you know, climate change and sequester carbon from the environment. Mm -hmm.
Has there been any talk about expanding the solar program or? Um, I think they're looking for more sites where they can do it. I mean, the thing is, we want to use sites that are not usable for other means. Mm-hmm. So that was what was so ideal about these sites. They were sitting there and they really weren't being used by right. anybody or they couldn't weren't conducive for other activities in the parks. So it was the, the, the Germantown site was like right next to the archery field. Right. And I, I take it you haven't had any issues with uh, an, an errant arrow kind of going over the fence and. No, we have not had that issue. So fortunately, (laughs) that won't be hopefully that won't be an issue. Have you had any issues with um, rabbit animals? Um, Jeez, I know there was a bear sighting near the parks like last week, I think up in Aspen Hill. You know, that's the only one I'm, I'm aware of. So if a bear shows up at a park. I mean, is there somebody on park staff who knows how to protect the patrons from a bear or is it every man for himself? Oh, yeah. We have wildlife resource specialists in the park system that um, know everything about how to deal with wildlife and and bears and parks and lots of wildlife. And then, of course, park police are an important resource for when you see wildlife and there might be some threat or you might have concern for your safety. You want to call the park police. You know, we, we have our deer management program, which is one way that we address wildlife management because there's such a, you know, there's just too many deer in the county and we need to manage that by calling them. And we do that every year. It's a very successful program and it helps to maintain the forest bed in the park system and helps to cut down on reduce the accidents that are caused by deer, reduce the ticks and Lyme disease in the county. So that's one of the wildlife initiatives that we have been doing for 20 years in the county. You know, there's just lots of great wildlife in our parks. Mm -hmm. I encourage people to get out and and check Mm -hmm. it out. We didn't talk about volunteer opportunities, and that's something that's, um, you know, really great for the public to know about is that we have a volunteer services office and you can do so many different things to volunteer in the parks. You know, there's the obvious ones where you go out and clean up a park, do a park and stream cleanup. There's also trail maintenance days where you can go help build and maintain the trails in the parks, and that's fun. We have a Weed Warriors program where people are trained specifically to go out in parks and remove the non-native invasive plants or what we know as weeds. But then there's other things you can volunteer on special events. You can volunteer with our history in the parks and train to be a docent and teach people about the historical aspects of the parks. You can volunteer at Brookside Gardens. You can be one of the people that helps with the Wings of Fancy program. You can volunteer at the miniature trains and carousel. So it's more than just, you know, there's obviously the park cleanups that you can be involved in, but there's just so many aspects of the park system that people are not aware of. And it's any, you know, you can be as young as 16 years old to put together a volunteer group and you can get student service learning hours. In fact, my daughter, who's 16, just got a group of friends together last weekend and went out and did a park cleanup and they set you all up. They give you the gloves, they give you the the grabbers to get the trash, they give you the trash bags. You just go out there with your friends and then we have park staff come pick up the trash that you remove from the park. Any idea how much trash you do pull from the park? Or, I mean, I'm sure it's, it, well, with- it's massive. I would have to get back to you with the numbers on the trash, and, and I will get back to you because it's mm-hmm. very impressive. You'd be, you know, it really will, it blows you away when you find out how much our volunteers do to help keep the parks clean. We, wow. we couldn't do it without them. Do you, do you have any the number of volunteers that you've got? 
Oh, my. We have thousands. I mean, they put in millions of hours of volunteer time. I'm going to get back to you with the numbers on that. Okay. What about like summer camps? We still have lots of opening in our summer camps. We have a fantastic summer camp program. My kids went through the summer camps, so I know firsthand everything from nature programs to art in the parks to sports programs. Um, my kids used to like one called Week in the Park, which is kind of like a compilation of everything from you go ice skating, you play tennis, you do duck, duck, goose. I mean, you do just, you go on field trips, they go up to the splash park. So that one was um, really a favorite for my kids. They have adventure outings for older kids where they take you to different sites to go on day trips. They do a day trip to the ropes course, the Go Ape Ropes course in the park. Have you done that? Oh, no. That's really fun. I recommend that. It's. Um, are you familiar with the ropes course? Sure. So you go, yeah. you climb up in the trees and then you zip line and you go across these obstacle courses. Of course, you're harnessed in. So there's, you know, it's very, it's done in a very safe way, but it still can be a little, a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done it? I've done it a few times. And, and yeah, it's, it's a little scary, but I, I get over my fear and do it. <laughs> and going through your website, I noticed that the Long Branch community is getting ready to prepare for a September celebration of the community. Mm-hmm. And part of that celebration is to create a, a temporary civic green. Now, Long Branch is one of the more urban areas of the county. And a year ago, the county was debating what to do about the, the Bethesda downtown plan. And one of the issues there was a lack of parks there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that these urban areas have people who are yearning for green space. And of course, now that everything's built there, it's hard to find that green space. But I, and I'm not so sure there's a question here, but I, it's interesting how important greenery is, even in um, you know, these canyons of concrete and steel. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's studies that show the um, the importance and the need for green space just f- from a health perspective. You know, people just need access to nature and green space to be mentally, physically, you know, emotionally balanced. So, yeah, there's absolutely a need for that in the county. And as the county is developing more and more, we're, we're being tasked with using less space and doing more with it. We actually just did a master plan, an energized public spaces master plan, where we figured out, um, we set up a methodology to help determine what places need the most green space or where can we take advantage of spaces where they're not being used and we can put in green space or we can turn it into a civic green-like space. So that was a huge undertaking. And now the next step is we're creating design guidelines so that once we identify those spaces, we figure out what is it that we do in those spaces. So this is a long-term plan, things that we'll be implementing over the next 10, 20 years in the county. And um, it'll probably roll into the county master plan, which they're updating now as well, the general plan. But yeah, absolutely agree with you. The need for green space, especially in some of the denser areas of the county, is is really tremendous. Okay. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming out today. It was, it was very informative to hear about what the parks are up to and, and appreciate it. This has been Montgomery Talks. I'm Doug Tallman, senior reporter with Montgomery Community Media. Our engineer today was Carolyn Roskowskis. And our executive producer is Gaynell Evans. Join us next time. Thank you.